Hello everyone and welcome to the 11th episode of Ladies First. I'm your host Abhreesh Meena and in this exciting episode we are going to discuss the two semi-finals of the AFC Women's Asian Cup 2022 and share some more news from around the world. It was an exciting semi-final day at the Sri Shiv Chhatrapati Stadium in Pune as South Korea stormed into their first Asian Cup final by defeating Philippines. China on the other hand upset two-time defending champions Japan 4-3 on penalties. We'll first talk about the big upset. Japan were expected to make it to the final and especially with Australia out of the tournament they were sure shot favorites to take the title. China however had different plans. They took the fight to Japan, rode their luck a little bit, survived the onslaught from the Japanese and stayed on course for a record 9th title. China will make their first final appearance since 2008 when they last won the title. It was a dramatic penalty shootout as Japan's first penalty was saved by China keeper Yuzu, but her team also failed to keep the spot kick on target. Thereafter, three Japanese and Chinese penalties found the back of the net before the defending champions missed the fifth and final penalty. It was then that captain Wang Shanshan stepped up, kept her spot kick on target and led China to into the final. China richly deserved the win for showing persistence, effort, desire and fight throughout the match. They were outclassed by Japan in the first half when the defending champions were finding spaces with ease and China were under constant pressure. Japan created many chances but had only Riko Ueki's 26th minute header to show for it. Despite being a goal down at half time, China got the equalizer through Wu Chengshu just a couple of minutes into the second half. Xiao Yuyi used all her strength to go past her marker and put in a brilliant ball for Wu who found the back of the net. The Chinese were clearly physically more powerful than the Japanese, but the defending champions showed their deft touches, outlandish speed, incisive passing and brilliant off the ball movements to create chance after chance. Japan, however, were guilty of not finding the scoring boots. In extra time, Ueki scored another header through a free kick. to put the defending champions in the lead once again China were unable to get their footing as Japan kept the ball and attacked China's space incessantly just as it seemed like Japan were going into the final China captain Shan Shan found her mojo at the near post and poked the ball home at that moment it felt like China had risen from the dead throughout the penalty shootout Zhu always looked like she would save a couple of penalties which she did while the japan keeper ayaka yamashita did not seem very confident under the sticks she was unable to make a single save and zu beat her to it to take china into the final match of the day was more on the expected lines as south korea eased past philippines into the finale jo so hyun and 
Son Hua Yon scored for them as they achieved a massive milestone in their 13th consecutive appearance at the Asian Cup. South Korea dominated with the ball throughout the match, even though Philippines did have a couple of interesting moments. Throughout the tournament, Philippines have shown their ability to fight through and hang on. Even though they couldn't get a result against South Korea, their intensity, effort and fight never took a hit. South Korea was simply technically better than Philippines and their quality of movement and passing was just too sharp on the day. It was a first Asian Cup semi-final appearance for the Filipinas and what they will take out of the match is a whole lot of experience at the highest level. Right from the kickoff whistle, South Korea put Philippines under pressure and as early as the fourth minute, Cho headed in a corner kick to give her team the lead. Philippines obviously had the strategy to counter-attack given that it was expected that South Korea will have most of the ball. However, the Korean side also kept a very tight defense at the back and didn't allow Philippines much space. South Korea were a dangerous proposition every time they surged forward and in the 34th minute, Son was left unmarked by Philippines and she scored off a Chu Yo Ju cross. Philippines did much better in the second half in terms of the defensive shape and created good space blocks against South Korea. Due to the change in their shape, South Korea found it much more difficult to find those incisive passes and for their players to make runs in between the lines. But it did not stop South Korea from continuing to attack. And if it wasn't for Philippines keeper Olivia McDaniel, they could have endured an embarrassing defeat. The final between China and South Korea will be played on Sunday, February 6th. The first playoff between Vietnam and Thailand ended 2-0 in favour of the Vietnamese. Today, Thailand will play Chinese Taipei and then on 6th, Chinese Taipei and Vietnam will face each other. Now, in a significant news from Indian football, veteran Kamla Devi announced her retirement from professional football on Wednesday. Kamla had been playing for the senior national team since 2010 and had scored 33 goals. She was the AIFF Women's Footballer of the Year in 2017 and was the top scorer with 12 goals in the Indian Women's League that year. Devi had returned to the Indian team ahead of the Brazil tour for the first time since December 2018 when she and seven other Manipuri players had revolted against their team's assistant coach Chauba Devi. Despite being out of the national team, she continued to perform at the IWL and the Senior Women's National Championships before finally getting a call back from Thomas Deneby. However, she did not make an appearance in the only match India played at the Asian Cup against Iran, even when the host nation were in dire need of a goal. Shocking cases of hiring in Spain and Scotland has once again shown how lightly football clubs treat matters of sexually inappropriate behaviour and sexual abuse. Rayo Vallecano on Friday hired Carlos Santizo as the coach of their women's team 
despite being aware of a leaked audio where he can be heard encouraging his staff to find a girl to gang rape to help team bonding in the audio he can be heard saying and i quote we need to grab a girl but over age so we don't get ourselves into trouble and to screw her that's what really brings a staff a team together rayo vaikano defended the decision saying we sign professionals not people here scottish club raith rovers had announced the signing of convicted rapist david goodwillie which led to them losing the sponsorship from best selling crime writer and lifelong fan val mcdermid their women's team captain tyler ratray also quit the club saying after 10 long years playing for raith it's gutting i've given up now because they've signed someone like this and i want nothing to do with it initially raith defended the signing calling it a football related decision and said this support and encourage rehabilitation however a day later after much backlash they backtracked from the decision and apologized to the fans new chairman john sim admitted that the club made a wrong choice and focused on football matters but did not think enough about what it would mean to the community that's it from me your host abresh meena if you like what you heard please subscribe to us and keep following this space for all news on women's sports thank you